1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Love Talk Radio. On tonight's episode
0: of Confession Section...
1: After finding a $10,000 check, a homeless man returns the check to his owner. Drake was about to put pause on a man at his concert, and the judge in the Meek Mill's case is being investigated. Did I mention this judge is African American, and she's a woman? What's good, y'all? It's your host, Angel Vandrina.
0: And I'm your host, Judge Othello, and you are listening to The One and The Only Confession. Ta-da!
1: I wonder if I should just let it play the whole time until you just run out of breath. Each and every time. Just, "Eh, eh," you know, it's so funny.
0: (laughs) Nigga, we breathing hard for the rest of the show because I'm out of shape and then ugly I like that
1: photo though. You don't look out of shape to me. You look good. I like the photo that he had posted the other day. I was like, y'all is just always looking good. Just getting it done. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we talking about
0: um, that, Was it on Chris's Instagram? or? It was on your
1: Instagram, I believe I don't know One of y'all damn Instagram page shit I don't even know, you know who oh. the Instagram page is going on But I
0: liked it And I was like, oh. y'all is just looking fly Dang like, You better hey, look we be, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we be trying We being real ugly I'm so excited It's like literally a month into the holiday party so it's like I really I stop playing and like get in shape because like what I plan on wearing is like I really want to wear like jump like a form fitted kind of suit. So I need to. you already have it? Do you already, you know, it? Did you already buy it? Hell no! I'm I'm gonna till December first. So it's like when I buy the suit, I can get it tailored and like I may wait even longer. You know what I'm saying? Like a week before and just get it like rush tailored. You know what I'm okay. saying? And um. But yeah, you said it's gonna be expensive? I mean, it's. I already planned on it. It's gonna be like pretty expensive, not like expensive to wear, like a normal suit. Because you with suits, you looking at like six hundred. But if I can find something for like three hundred or less, then that's what I'm gonna go with. But so, I mean, it's a suit, so um, yeah. But I know really? I'm not gonna because the the color I want to wear is like kind of like the Steve Harvey color. No, just like. But I really want to wear doing? like a <laughs> <laughs> I very I w I really wanna wear like a very blue suit, so um it's gonna be like my first and probably last time wearing the damn suit, so it's just like I'm not trying to t- like spend like too much money. Like the the blazer I wore last year, um, was like the sparkly blazer from Zara, and it was like two hundred bucks and I've worn it only twice. Like I wore it at the holiday party and then I wore it to uh, my friend's wedding and like that was it. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, how's your week been going so far? My week has been going. You
0: know, uh, I cannot complain. Um, you know, just being blessed in highly favor. I'm being blessed in highly favor. Okay, you better sing that. You better go and sing it. Sing it. it. (laughs) Nigga, did you like uh? What is that? The the vibrato, nigga.
1: Favor. Mm-hmm. I like that I was like It mm-hmm. got me interested
0: in what you're singing about Now I want you to sing a little bit more Sing a little bit more Let's, Let everybody know how huh? I found it a horrible do <laughs> you Do you no, want the friends that are saying Let me go and make a fool of myself and support me And my dumb ass My dumb assness Like seriously I think, going you going dramatic. <laughs> I think you meant a little dramatic I you a little
1: dramatic But I will me Um <laughs> Yeah, everything's been pretty smooth. My week has been okay, you know. I just I've just been like a little sick, like the phlegm in my throat. Uh a little coffee at work and oh my eyes was just hurting so bad yesterday. I wish I had my glasses. I bought some bitches to work today though, but my eyes wasn't doing as bad. Um, other than that though, everything has been all right. I'm just ready to relax, got school work done for this week got good work done next week. I'm going out this weekend. So. Yes, yes, where are you going? I'm just going to go just have a little bit of fun. Just I need to just get some stress off my shoulders. I'm just going shopping with my sister. We're going to go. Have a little uh, like shopping, and we're gonna go out to eat, and just stuff like that. Just she's gonna go get some hair, and you know she wants to go go get some groceries and some clothes. Anytime you go my sister going go get some clothes, you next you can expect to get an outfit or too as well. So, girl, tag along. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Especially since I'm invited, and I also need my nails done. So yeah, there's gonna be a whole bunch of stuff going on, but it's all good. It's all. To the good, y'all. So, we're going to go ahead and start getting into that confession session. But don't forget, you guys, check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, this podcast from Blog Talk. And don't forget to like, comment, rate, subscribe, tag us in that drama, Jen. Hit them with that confession question of the day.
0: Absolutely. Do you or have you ever found yourself being jealous of something you shouldn't be jealous of? Again, do you or have you ever found yourself being jealous of something? that you should not be jealous of. Mm And let's get into those hot, steaming, juicy, (laughs) psycho-ass topics. (laughs) All right, y'all, first topic. (sighs)
1: Um,
0: According to Vibe.com, choosing to perform at Donald Trump's inauguration at the top of 2017 has seemingly gotten Chrisette Michelle eternally banned from the cookout. The R&B artist appeared on The Breakfast Club early November and admitted her decision was a poor one. She also revealed she was dropped from Capitol Records. And just two weeks later, Michelle released a new single titled, Black Lives Matter. That didn't sit well with a few people, including comedian Amanda Seals. When, Mich- when uh, Michelle took to social media to promote a politically charged song, the insecure actress responded with a one-word caption, No. It was then that Michelle responded in a lengthy post-Praising Seals career trajectory, hoping they couldn't unify. And um, she said, I know you have reservations about my choices over the last year. I've done just as much thinking and and, and acknowledgement of sentiments like yours as I've done my own, Michelle wrote. I've apologized both in public and in private stages for the pain I've caused my community, hopefully with voices as brave as yours, we can move the meter to greater platforms for hope to be sung and greater outlets for those conversations. Um, and while Vacation in Cuba feels explained, her stance and said the timing and position of Michelle's new song lacked authenticity. And um, it was like, I want to say she did it on Instagram live, but it was just a, a post where she just said it didn't. in in her opinion, how it seemed, it just, it just didn't come out authentic. It's like now because you're suffering in your career, you want to come out with a song titled Black Lives Matter, but you perform for Trump, like, where's your stance? Like, who who you over with, sis? Like, I don't agree. But I love Amanda Fields because she's just so real. Like, she just the real And she really don't got no filter, like, at all. And she going to say how she feels. And, but, yeah, what did you watch the videos at all? Or, or do you follow Amanda Fields at all on Instagram?
1: No, I didn't watch the video. I didn't hear Chrisette, uh, Michelle's song, nor did I see anything about this. But I did, I did hear Michelle, um, talk on the Breakfast Club and how she said that she made a bad choice. But I feel like she should have tried to work her way back to the the barbecue you know what I'm saying she shouldn't have been you know oh let me just try and just talk some shit out black lives matter like okay when did black lives matter when you were up there singing your you know your damn foot out you know right. for Trump's inauguration you know looking mm-hmm. crazy that's just like I'm one of the Mary Mary sisters making a song called you know all black lives matter so I'm like girl we not here for that fuck you like, about uh-uh. Why, like you no. literally
0: just said you voted for this nigga. <laughs> like I right. I really can't agree. With you being a black woman <laughs> like I black not only are you black but you're a woman. On top of that, and it's like mm-hmm. you still can see the light behind this man, like I just can't I can't fuck with you. Like and I used to love cassette Michelle and it's like I don't wanna be someone that turns my back on a on a black person. And she really, to me, she really does seem like she is apologetic and she feels bad and she wished she would have never done it, and I do understand it. She should. But I, I agree with what Amanda's saying. It does sound like it's pandering a little bit. It's like, seriously, yeah. girl, like, black, you coming out with a song entitled Black Lives Matter, like, mm. after you talk about <laughs> being dropped from Capitol Records, because of you performing for Trump, you have all these issues because you voted for Trump. I mean, because you... um. Perform at his inauguration, and now you want to be this pro-black person? Like I, you know, I I can't, I can't do it. But the only thing is, the reason why I'm just not totally over her, like how I am with uh, Tina Campbell, because fuck Tina Campbell, like she's done. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm never gonna ever skip for Tina Campbell. But I think with Chrisette Michelle is, I do think even though it may have been some greed behind it, I I do believe her reasons for doing it. She may have felt like, okay, well, I wore this this Basquiat-inspired dress so maybe they can see what, you know, they meant by this and everything because she's an artist, you know, and I I think she had like this whole deep thinking movement and she was going to change the world through this one song, and that's just not the case compared to Tina. I think Tina really just feels like she, you know, White woman. I, I don't know what her reason is for voting for, for that She's like but... transracial. <laughs> <laughs> right, she's a transracial woman out here in the street, maybe, but <laughs> I, I don't know. She needs to be, even though they're not, mm. they not going to try and listen to her loud singing ass. You know, <laughs> she ain't, ain't going to have, ain't going to have, never have had a white fan ever with all that screaming she be doing. But the far to set Michelle Sounding like Charlie Johnson. Wilson. Right. As far as your said, Michelle goes, it is a little soon. It's a little extra, and Amanda mm-hmm. has the right to call her out on it. And I'm glad she didn't come from Amanda, and she didn't understand where she's coming from. You know, and like you said, work your way back to it, you know. Yeah. Do a little sub. You know, stay out here. Keep your foot on niggas' neck. And then, you know, one day we're going to forgive you. We still see it for you a little bit. You're not just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You may not be invited to the cookout, but, honey, like, you know, we still thinking about you, you know. Just don't right. fuck it up, Don't fuck it up. You might put your name on a
1: barbecue invitation. We might not send that motherfucker
0: out yet. We 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 may not send it to you, (laughs) but honey, you you still on the list. We still know you very much a proud black woman, you know.
1: Exactly. Unlike your homegirl Tina Campbell, no.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Now, speaking of transracial, despite being born white, a Florida man says he feels more comfortable leading life as uh, Filipino. Uh, Jadu, formerly known as Adam, said he considers himself to be transracial, a term that describes someone who was born one race or ethnicity, but identifies as another, Tina Campbell. He claims to have, <laughs> have come to the realization after learning about Filipino life for years. From a young age, the Tampa resident said that he was drawn to the country food and traditions, and all of this is according to news station WTSP. I watch the History Channel, sometimes for hours, you know, whenever it came to that, and you know nothing else intrigued me more but things about uh, Filipino culture, Jaduto told WTSP. Besides the name change, Jadu said he embraces the new identity by driving a purple turk turk. Jadu said that he worries how others will react to him living as a Filipino man, but wants people to understand he's sincere. Whenever I'm around the music, around the food, I feel like I'm in my own skin, he said. Jadu's transracial identity is not the first case of uh, that has garnered media attention. Former NAACP leader Rachel Dazelle, <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. I made headlines in 2015 when she was outed as a white woman who passed uh, for years, uh, passed as a black woman for years. Jen, how do you feel about that you, you do?
0: Um, Obviously, I don't agree with you You can't just wake up one day and just decide to be someone of another race because you don't understand. He didn't, Jen,
1: He watched the History Channel for hours.
0: What does that mean? Like, I so the fuck what. Like, I mean, you can fuck with different races all the time, but that does not mean that that's who you are. Like, I, I fuck with Asians too. I really like how, you know what I'm saying, how much strength they have in their community and how much togetherness is in their community. But I'm not going to wake up one day and just start saying, I'm Chinese out this bitch. Like, you know, I, you know, to me, it's, I, you don't understand that group that struggle. Like, honestly, like, you can like the food, you can travel to Manila. You know, and, and wherever the uh, wherever in the Philippines, and you can say this, and you can say that, and you know, you can learn the language, and you can marry a Filipino woman, and have half Filipino children, and you know, whatever you decide to do. At the end of the day, you will not ever be a Filipino person. You know, I I think there's just certain things that cannot be taught. Just like with um, what's the chick name that decided she wanted to be black? You don't know that. Rachel. Struggle. You don't know. Yeah, Rachel Dolezal. It's just like you, you just can't sit, even though you fuck with black people and you might get tans and you wear curly wigs and people may, because <laughs> in my opinion, people say that she she clearly looks like a white woman. In my opinion, she, she. I think she could pass for black, like with, yeah, she can. You know, she the can. and everything. In my, in my yep. opinion, I would have thought she was black too. Me too. Um, yep. But it's still it's not just the outward appearance. It's just how, you know, when when people say self-derogatory about a black person, you know, it's going to hit me in a certain way where it's not going to hit you. You may feel mm-hmm. bad, but it's like when people say ignorant stuff and I'm just reading it and not online, and I know they're not talking directly to me, it's still a thing because I'm like, okay, well, this motherfucker, I'm sure if I met this person, they would feel the same way about me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just certain things that, that cannot be taught. <laughs> And you have to love and embrace who you are as a person. And and I'm glad that he's open enough to being a white man from Florida. You know one is talking about another race, but you can't and you will never, ever, ever be Filipino. And you will never ever, ever Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Ever ever. Ever ever. Ever, 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 ever. ever.
1: <laughs> be a
0: Filipino <fellow laughs> vote. <laughs> <laughs> so Will you believe it? Do you believe in transracial at all?
1: And, you No. Know. Um, just in my opinion, no. Now, I did read about Rachel, and I feel like, you know, the reason her story was so big is because she was on, you know, a, a part of the NAACP, and that needed to go worldwide, you know. But, like you said, she did look like she could pass for an African-American woman. Why the fuck is Adam, or you do, why is he even – you know, on the news, like what? That made no sense to me. He looked like just like a regular guy. You know, it made no sense to me that he would be on the news and that this is what he's talking about. And you can't sit up there like like he said, um, oh. I watched the History Channel for hours and hours, and I just feel like their music and, you know, their food is part of me. Like, okay, because you like the music that they're listening to, and you want to eat the food that they cook, you feel like you are Filipino? Like, that sounds that sounds crazy. Right. <laughs> you know, like, that literally sounds like you have a problem, and that problem needs to get dealt with with a psychologist. This is unacceptable, <laughs> and this i'm not i'm i'm not here for it now maybe him like rachel <clears throat> they say you know oh i can't be a part of the white allies but you know you can it's just so stupid it's just so stupid like there's just no way i i don't know to each their own if he feel like he's a filipino man Feel like you are in your home. Like don't sit up there and be trying to come out and talk to news stations. And like there was really no point for us to hear about this man. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he should not have gotten as much coverage as he's gotten when there's so much other things that happening in the world that needs that coverage. And like you say, also <clears throat> when it comes down to somebody like what happened to me at work. If, you know, as far as Rachel goes, if she seen that post and said, you know, my nigga or whatever like that, she wouldn't have been, like, ugh, all up in her chest, all up in her feelings. If she went to my job and she was around all them Caucasian peoples, which now my job is now a diverse job. Can you believe that? That's crazy. But, um, mm-hmm. I know, somebody else, none. we have another diverse individual up in that bitch now. Uh, or different oh, it's, another, it's another black person. It's another black person. He, no, he's not black. Um, he's he's Chinese. Okay, well that's that's mm-hmm. a, that's something. That's not. Yeah, and he's he's one of the head people. He's a VP. So, and I talked to him today. He was really cool. But um, <clears throat> so anyways, so yeah, and like you know, if she if Rachel came there, I'm sure she would have felt she she would feel she wouldn't feel like oh I'm. You know, the only black person here, so I'll try to fit right in. I'm sure. You know, because you look like you fit in. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Well, like it could pass either way, you know. But anyway, so I just don't like that this man. He got all this coverage, and he feels like he can identify as, you know, Filipino because he likes food that Filipinos eat, the music that they Listen to and because
0: he listens or you know, yeah, listens and watches the history channel makes some sense, right? But I digress, right? <laughs> Next topic after several women told their stories about the sexual assault and harassment allegedly committed by film producer Harvey Weinstein, actor Terry Cruz came forward on Twitter last month and revealed he too was sexually assaulted, but he did not disclose the name of the Hollywood executive. According to the live TV, Cruz filed a police report last week on the incident and courageously named his, his attacker while recalling the disturbing experience on Good Morning America in hopes it will encourage other victims to come forward. I was assaulted by Adam Bennett, who is the head of the motion picture department at Williams-Morris Endeavor, one of the biggest talent agencies in the world, period, Period, um, Cruz said on Wednesday's program. Um, he said he was with his wife at a party in February of last year when he saw Bennett, when he said he never met before, the exec allegedly made crude gestures at Cruz with his tongue before assaulting him. I'm looking, and I'm like, is this a joke, Cruz said? And he comes over to me. I stick my hand out, and he literally takes his hand and puts it and squeezes my genitals. And I'm like, and I jump back like, hey, hey. And he's still sticking his tongue out, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? He then comes back again. Cruz said he pushed Bennett away, causing the agent to bump into some partygoers. He said it took great restraint not to hit him any harder, especially after the way Bennett responded. He starts giggling and laughing, and I'll tell you, I've never felt more emasculated, more objectified. I was horrified, Cruz said. When I looked at him, it was rage, and when I say rage, I felt like I could punch a hole in his head. Cruz said he told the comedian Adam Sandler, who was also at the party, what happened, and he reacted with equal shock, Cruz and his wife, who he said witnessed the incident, um, left the party shortly after it occurred car he found himself gripping the steering wheel of his car in fury. the, party, the, the former NFL player credited his wife with calming him down and um, and helping him to not resort to violence. In response to the incident, she just kept saying, "I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you." He recalled of his wife's encouragement getting a bit emotional. If I um, would have retaliated in defense, I would be in jail right now. Um, and that's one thing I knew, being a large black African American man in America. I would have immediately been seen as a thug, but I'm not a thug, he said. Cruz said he initially didn't come forward about the incident because he didn't think anyone would believe him, and he feared such allegations against a Hollywood power broker would harm his career. He said hearing the stories from Weinstein's victims spurred him to publicize the incident and caused him uh, caused his very memory to bubble up and inflict a kind of post-traumatic stress disorder. Bennett, who has been placed on leave at WME, has not publicly addressed Cruz's allegations.
1: Wow, he told Adam Families about that, too? That's crazy. Uh, we knew that this happened because we, we all discussed the story of maybe about a month ago when Terry Cruz, he came out and he was discussing this, but we did not know who um, <clears throat> who actually had been grabbing on him. And it was Adam Bennett. Now, what is Adam Bennett? What what do, what do has
0: he made, And Like, so for people who don't well, he, know. A, I mean, I don't know who he is specifically, but, I mean, what they're saying and what um, Ted Cruz has said is that he runs a talent agency. So he's an agent, but he's, mm-hmm. I guess, the agent to the A-list. So just in that, you know, the connections, the resources, the people that he's probably put on in his career, you know, could be b- very beneficial. And I think that's why a lot of times people like Terry Crews, who isn't a new actor, but, you know, he isn't seen in the same... I, I would say Terry Crews is like a B-list. You know? Where it's like he's, he gets work and black people know who he is. They may not know his mm-hmm. name, but they know what he looks like. But he, I don't think, you know, they're calling him for the Denzel roles, that he's getting millions of dollars, right, right. you know, per film and You know, he can command a certain whatever may have you. And I think when you may be objectified by someone who has so much power, you feel helpless because he felt like if I beat this man the ass, it's going to ruin my career and I'm going to get seen as a thug. Or I could just let it go and feel like a bitch because this grown-ass man grabbed my dick in a party next to my wife. You know what I'm saying? So I I do understand specifically you know, where he was coming from. And, and I think it is dope that he is coming out and telling the truth as a man because I feel like mm-hmm. this isn't something that is, you know, just affecting women. Just Obviously, fighting. women have it a lot harder. But I think when, when you're in a place like Holly Weird, like we talk about it all the time, not Hollywood, but Holly Weird, anything goes. And I'm sure those power players in, in that town feel like they can have whoever they want. And they can come at whoever they want, whether they be straight, gay, bisexual, you know, if they feel like they could do anything to benefit this person's career, you know, and and I'm glad that everything is coming out as it has been, you know, with the whole police task force who are starting to investigate more Hollywood. So we don't have situations like this with newcomers and, you know, frustrated people who are 18 running to Hollywood because they want to change their life and they feel like they need to fuck everybody just to get on a fucking commercial, you know? And they actually have the talent to back them up. It's going to be the talent that prevails, you know, not sex,
1: you know? Absolutely. So speaking of sex, and um, all of this stuff. Did you hear about the newest Hollywood star that's been thrown into the whirlwind of past sexual assault allegations that recently come to surface?
0: Um, Is it Charlie Sheen? I,
1: I heard about Bro, Charlie Sheen. It's Sylvester Stallone.
0: No, what are they saying?
1: So, uh, uh, apparently, Sylvester Stallone has been accused of forcing the 16-year-old to have sex with him and his bodyguards. Back in 1986, now according to the old police reports obtained by Daily Mail, Sylvester Stallone was accused of forcing a 16-year-old to have sex with him and his bodyguard Michael um, DeLuca at a Las Vegas hotel in 1986. It's uh, the unidentified 16-year-old girl has filed a report with the Las Vegas Police Department after alleging that Stallone and his bodyguard intimidated her into having sex with both of them um, back in July of. Eighty-six. Now that's all the information I have right now. But oh my God, what in the hell? Highly weird indeed. Yeah, like this that is. is.
0: I'm
1: like Sylvester. Like man, like is this just <laughs> something else is happening? Is this a fraud, or is it really going on? Because you know, it's just it's or is like. This happened to me too, and are they
0: just coming out and telling each other stories? You know, what I'm saying? like so. Yeah, and I, I and that's what I feel like it is. I feel like it's a lot of stuff that that has happened, and for a long time, these people who have a certain influence, they feel like they can do whatever they want, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not okay. And people may have been walking around feeling this way for years. I may have told people close to them, but as far as it hasn't reached public, because. No one was trying to listen, but because of situations of like Harvey Weinstein and, you know, uh, Terry Crews and Charlie Sheen and uh, Bill Cosby and all these others, you know, everyone's coming forward with their mm-hmm. issues that they've had in Hollywood as far as like sexual misconduct. Um, but I think, damn, it's just fucked up. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like, is that really, you know, and you hear a lot of times that people, they get mixed up because it's like one of the hardest industries, if not the hardest industry to break into, um, mm-hmm. that this goes on. And maybe that's why, you know, they had a lot of shit to hide and it's now coming it's coming out, you know. We are finding out more and more, but damn. I mean, if he, if he did this, that is disgusting, it's gross, you know. I hope right. this lady has some proof, you know. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how how one person can be you know can prove that that happened in 1986 because that could be hearsay, but at the same time mm-hmm. I don't want to you know if it happened it happens, um, and if it did happen her, I hope she gets some sort of justice you know.
1: Yeah, um, I, I do yeah. agree. So I'm sorry that was just a little off topic. So moving on to the next topic. Who is not here for the sexual harassment or the sexual assault or any of that shit? Drake, my Scorpio. So recently at an Australian tour, um, Drake, he had seen overall. he was, So he was uh, doing a recent show down under. He uh, he stopped performing during the show, um, and he went off cutting off the hook. He said uh, it was the hook to know yourself. He pointed to a fan in the crowd and declared, if you don't stop touching girls, I will come out there and fuck you up. After saying he wasn't playing, he repeated himself, if you don't stop putting your hands on girls, I'm going to come out there and fuck your ass up. Drake became the latest celebrity to speak out against sexual harassment, assault, in the the wake of the mounting allegations against high-profile names such as Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, Brett Ratner, Kevin Spacey, Uh, Who was the guy we just got them talking about? Was Jean um, Batman? No, 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 no. He's not. It's like Adam Bennett. Oh
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And now uh, allegedly Sylvester Stallone. So yeah, uh, he was on his Australian tour and yeah, he stopped the show because somebody was out in the crowd touching girls and he wasn't there for that shit. Jean, what is your thoughts on that?
0: I think that's really dope that he's, um, you know, coming for it. Because people are gross like that in public situations. You do. You know, I've been out with women, and a lot of times guys, they do feel like they can just come and, you know, if they're in the middle of a concert at the club or whatever, and they're close enough, they can just grab on somebody. and, You know, and what's the most woman going to do? She going to cuss him up? Nigga, back the fuck up. but You know, cuss him out. But he knows it's no, mm-hmm. con- uh, no consequences behind it. But it's like, you, lo- you were like... I get called out by one of the biggest rappers in the world. You know that has to be very embarrassing. It's like, what can you do to save face? Like, nigga, you literally was looking like a fucking perv, and you got Mm -hmm. called out for being a fucking perv in front of the world. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to see who this guy is so he can get embarrassed. I think that I think they showed him in the video. Did you see
1: the
0: video? I did see the video, but I didn't see I didn't see the the person. I didn't see anybody yelling back or arguing back. I just heard people like.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, real
0: ugly but um that's pretty much it
1: yeah I'm excited as well, good job my Scorpio ally Drake, and keep it up because people they need to know you know what I'm saying, that shit ain't cool you can just sit up there and grab mm-hmm. somebody's booty you know what I'm saying, like get the fuck out of here, crazy psychopath per so yeah, I'm glad that you know
0: Drake, he found he did what he had to do. He said we had to shake and uh do. You know, hopefully he stopped doing that, but I'm sure he does another kind doing the same shit. So I'm not, because I hope he he's embarrassed now. Won't be doing that mm-hmm. shit like that anymore. Anyways, um, also according to TV, it seems that the tables have turned on Judge Grinness, uh Guinness or Janice, I don't know, Brinkley, after sending Meek Neek Mill to two to four years in prison for a probation violation. Many have been questioning her motives, especially since the district attorney asked for no jail time. Now the FBI might be investigating Judge Brinkley. According to Page Six, a source revealed the FBI's interest in the case. The feds have an interest in the judge and her potential relationships. Um, this investigation looking into a possible extortionment demand. Undercover agents have been in the courtroom monitoring the Meek proceedings since April of 2016. Page 6 reached out to a rep for FBI Philly um, office and they couldn't give too many details. Per Justice Department policy, we neither confirmed nor denied the existence of investigations. Joe Tacopina, Meek's attorney, also couldn't give much information. That is something that I absolutely do not have the ability to comment on. The source also told Page 6 um, Mac had previously told me how he knows the judge and he could help him with his case. As most know, Charlie Mack is a music figure from Philly and the same person that Judge Brinkley told me to sign with. However, Mac said that he doesn't know Brinkley. I spent more time talking to you than I ever talked to the judge. There is no conspiracy. Meek is an old friend of thirty plus years, um, and that's it. Yeah.
1: Man, this is my thing. Now, I was listening to the Angela Ride show earlier today, and you know, she was like, I want to talk about the Meek Mills case. And you know, people they start chuckling, and she was just like, uh, No, for those who think that I'm about to be like trying to overall shit on Meek Mills, that's not what I'm about to do in this case. Um, he shouldn't have got the two to four years because he had been clean for six months, and woo woo, this and that. She just went on to explain, and I'm like, What is this? <laughs> This is an issue, you know, this African-American woman is supposed to be there, you know what I'm saying? Yes, if somebody Mm -hmm. ain't fucking up, yes, go ahead and put them where they belong, but don't just sit up there and try and make an example just because you have the motherfucking power to. Bitch, they not here for you either, hence the case that you now have. You know, now you're being investigated, you know what I'm saying? So... And it probably wouldn't have happened had she not did what she did regarding me, Mill. Now, right. that's just you know, this is you kinda reap what you sow, you get what you deserve. And I feel like now her karma is spitting back at her when she's not acting like an ally at all. Why would you mm-hmm. if they're not asking for jail time, why would you you wanna jail for two to four years? Like, bitch, why? What for what? Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you really for real doing the most. But anyways, um, you know, good for her for, you know, getting investigated. You know, she should have did what she had to do. And now she's in doo-doo. It's a wrap, you know. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they don't find anything on her, but they, you know, be watching, you know, clear. But if she's doing some conspiracy, some type of... Um, Embezzlement or whatever the hell, some illegal shit. I guess it wouldn't be embezzlement, but anything illegal, you know, she definitely needs to take her ass to jail for 20 to 40 years. Okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's what sucks, like you said, with her, especially with her being a black woman, it's like, now they they are really going to make example out of, out of your ass, or they're going to make it seem like, okay, yeah, it's a justice system, but they really could really throw your ass to whatever. They don't give a fuck, honey. They didn't want you there in that position in the first place, you know. And yep. what they've yep. been saying to me is, like, it seems like it was some kind of extortion going on anyway, because what they said is that Meek wanted, she wanted Meek to sign to some label, and he didn't. And also, she wanted him to shout him out on, like, a
1: song or some shit.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: that's yeah. Funny. And shout and that's out to the judge. Things. Judge, Judge is like, bro, bro, that's dumb. I'm like, like how's that <laughs> going to even happen?
0: You know, but. Um.
1: <laughs> Her ass want to be like Judge Judy and shit. Like, come okay, on, girl. Yeah. You got to work harder, chick. Work harder. Like, damn.
0: But that's what they saying Make a like, name for yourself. She had, out. she had something out against this man, and she wanted him to suffer for whatever reason. But it's just like two to four years, really, when they were saying that the man should not have gotten no fucking jail time. And it's just like, where are... You, you know, and I, they say all skin folk ain't folk, You know, and, and I'm learning that. You know, and I love my people. Like but the that. ones that want to continue to, you know, live their lives and think that they are above or... You know, I'm trying to hear what people are saying as far as moving forward, and they're going to do what mm-hmm. they do. We're going to have to leave those two behind. And, like, this judge, whatever the fuck her name is, honey, she's, she's not invited to the cookout either. You know, she's left behind. Honey. We have to move forward. With Tina with the Campbell. And, yeah, with <laughs> Tina, her and Tina Campbell, honey, will be outside. Well, she'll be at best case. So maybe she'll be behind prison doors, hopefully. Um, but Tina Campbell, she'll be her outside. Tina Campbell, cookout,
1: Stacey Dash, Omarosa, <laughs> all them bitches.
0: Exactly all of the it. boot um,
1: Exactly <laughs> But I mean it's just
0: very unfortunate that, that You know with everything that's going on With you being The person that you are the, Of the influence that you have And you're using it for wrong You know It's sad and it sucks Mhm. Yeah Well guys, we're going
1: to go into our last topic <clears throat> Now Jean. Did you hear about the Filipino man who identifies himself as a, uh, I mean, a white man who identifies himself as a Filipino? That's I'm going to like,
0: no,
1: I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have start reading the whole damn story all over again. Don't look at me. <laughs> you know, I take, a, I take a joke too far sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay, but no, seriously, our last topic, and it's a good one, so I can crack a little jokey joke, Um, published on Sunday, November 12th, New Haven, Connecticut, uh, uh, KTRK, a homeless man, returned a $10,000 check, and now he's getting some help from the woman who lost it. Elmer Alvarez found a check for more than $10,000 in New Haven, but he wasn't thinking of himself or what he could do with that money. Roberta Hoskey didn't realize she had even lost the check until she got the phone call from Alvarez and his friends. Hosky then went on Facebook Live to record her meeting with Alvarez and when she got back the check, I he had no idea who the person was behind the check. He didn't know I was a single mother. I, at one point, was on welfare. Um, at one point, I found myself homeless and all of these are things that Hosky she said. She stated about you know how El- Alvarez—he didn't know that he was really putting that money back into where it belonged. Um Alvarez says giving the check back and seeing Hosky's reaction was better than ten thousand dollars, and he'd do it all over again. Hosky is now trying to say thank you. She wrote him a check and is helping him get an education and an apartment of his home, of his own. Excuse me. Hosky says that she hoped one day. Alvarez will pay it forward and help someone else who's struggling with homelessness. Jen, how awesome was the story?
0: I thought it was so great and so dope because when I first heard about the story, I figured, you know, a $10,000 check, that's just not something you so more than likely the person that it was going to was a wealthy person. But knowing that mm-hmm. this was like a black woman and she, and she was like, she didn't realize that she lost the money. I'm like, you better do it. You know, and I know it's like it's kind of stupid that she lost a $10,000 check, but it's just like to lose, to be at the point in your life where you can lose a $10,000 check and you're not even realizing it, <laughs> nor do you care. Like, and you're like, well, you know what, let me write this to you because you deserve it. You know, I just, I feel like, oh, praise to fucking Roberta Housky out here getting in and doing the damn thing. But I thought mm-hmm. it was really dope that he had the, you know, decency to, re- decency to return the check. But ultimately, I feel like what could, he couldn't have, have cashed it or anything? Yeah, I guess he could right. have signed it over.
1: You no, know, I but I, I'm sh-
0: just yeah. You so can't I'm find it check mean, over. You have to
1: have a social security number
0: and all of that shit. So yeah. So I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I I feel like he couldn't have kept it. Maybe if it was actual ten thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars cash with her <laughs> ID and in the purse. Man, you know, we could have had yeah, well, like, That right home. <laughs> Right, that wow, he's a good person. Right, and have would have thrown that ID out into the river like, fuck this shit. I'm getting this money. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, all her information on it. Like this is Roberta Housky, uh living in New Haven, Connecticut. He would have been like, oh, fuck this shit. Click that cash and kept it moving. But no, but I did think that that was very sweet and. and, and very dope on both of their parts you know, him mm-hmm. returning the check and then her looking out for him as well and I hope that this is a push for him to change his life and to, you know mm-hmm. become better and be able to bless other people in the future like he did Miss Roberta, you know but what did you think from the story? I
1: thought it was nice, um, yeah like you also said though, like, you know uh, it's not like he could have cash a check, you know what I'm saying, so hopefully he was just like, eh. It's a $10,000 check. Hopefully she gave me half of it. You know what I'm wow. but <laughs> But I think that was nice that she's helping him out, you know, and that she had faced, you know, being a single mom and homelessness herself and um, she was on welfare at one point and the fact that he didn't know who this woman was. He just came and gave her back her check and she helped him out. I thought all of that was really sweet and it was it was a really good story and you know, you're right. I can't wait to get to the point in my life where I lose shit twenty dollars and be like, "Oh, right, okay.
0: shit, so twenty I lose, I lose cash all the time. That's why I hate having cash. I lose like twenty dollars a week, and it stresses <laughs> me the fuck out. It stresses <laughs> me to my call because I'm like. Nick, you could have had like $300 just extra just laying around but you keep fucking losing money like I always like I hate cash like I hate it so much like I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing like I'll go in my pocket and fall on the floor but I literally have lost like so much money I remember I told y'all one time like I had like over $100 like in one of my pocket my parents pockets, and I didn't even know you know one time I had like 40 bucks in my parents like it's just me and cash just do not get along at all like at all you know, but it stresses me out. But her, she wasn't even caring. Like, yeah, $10,000. Oh, Aw, well, thanks, sweetheart. Like, you know, that was sweet. Not even caring, honey. I thought that was the dope as fuck. Like, just seeing a black woman out here making money movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know um, the money was missing. Well, then, oh, well, thank you, baby. Have a good one. Not
1: even me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is bogus. <laughs> bogus Right,
0: and just want to send him along his way
1: Alright, thank you now,
0: close the door Well, alright <laughs> Thank you now, close the door on the rail
1: Have a good one, I appreciate you Should I need right. this I have been uh, banking on this Shit, man. No. <laughs> but um, Anywho, we guys, you're going to get into that Confession question, since John He acts like he can't say it. Confession question like he normally do I can't say him I can't stand wow. mm-hmm. So, guys, do you ever find yourself jealous of something you shouldn't be jealous of because of the time your partner or spouse commits to it or spend time on it? So, Jen, have you ever found yourself jealous? Well, I guess I should answer that question first. Have I ever? Yes. Yes, I have, actually. So, uh-huh. I didn't realize it until yesterday. But, you know, I get so irritated, you know, as far as, like, school goals or stuff like that. Like, have you ever, like, just been getting your, personally, Jen, have you ever just been, like, doing the schoolwork or anything like that? And, you know, you spend a lot of time on your schoolwork, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, Chris would be like, damn, motherfucker, like, you spend a whole long time on your schoolwork. Like, shit, I'm on some of that time, too. You know what I'm saying? But you just, you ain't got time. Like, you trying to get this well, shit done? I'm the
0: kid. You know, I don't think it's the schoolwork um, because for some reason, like, my, I guess I'm only taking like one class, but you know, it'll be like one night. And like, usually I'm doing it like late, like, like I'm doing it tonight so after the show, and I'll be up to like one o'clock in the morning. He's like halfway sleep, mm-hmm. So as long as we are, like, people, it's like, for well, as long as we like see each other, we're in the same room, you know. But I think when I have done so oh, like Oh, see, that's the good. Podcast, At least you'd be in the same room. Yeah, but when I adjust up with the podcast, not like actual live shows, but just like prepping the podcast and like doing all the mm-hmm. promoting like, you know, I, I feel like he kind of wishes that I could spend more time with him because it's just like a lot of times people, like, he knows what I'm doing with the podcast and he knows that this is something that's going to go. But at the same time, people don't really understand podcasts and how much work goes into it. So he thinks I'm just, like, playing and bullshitting and mm-hmm. You know, and it is fun, but it's like this is work, too. You know, I have to do this, yeah. you know, so. Right. And, I, and I Trust just, me. I would love
1: to relax. But I also feel like that's another reason why I was like, okay, well, Jen, how about – this happens and this happens and let's do this and let's, do this. let's change the things up so we can free up a little bit more time for ourselves and stuff like right. that. Because I feel like after doing this for over a year now, you know, we we kind of, you know, we're managing, you know, we we getting it under control, mama. So, yeah. right. <laughs> How about animals or, you know, uh, shopping or, you know, just any of that, like drinking? Do you ever feel like he feels funny about that or... You know, because I even know, like, sometimes, like, as far as I know a couple of people who, you know, like to drink a lot, you know what I'm saying? And, like, people, they get irritated. I don't know if it's jealousy or if it's just like, ugh, I was just going to like the like, way you act when he drink. Well, well, I mean, but he, he
0: drinks he drink more than me, so. Oh, okay. I mean,
1: well, yeah, how do you feel?
0: I mean... He's not, like, an alcoholic, so it's not like he would rather turn up, you know, turn up the bottle than, you know, sit and chill with me. So it don't really bother me. But, um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can think of that I have, you know, like, gotten jealous of, and it's not really, like, jealous, but it is more so with me, you know, with, like, he's, like, really into fitness and he works out a lot. And, you know, I get annoyed to where it's like he'll stay sleep And he does that, you know. And I noticed it, like, even today, like, we took a nap. And he'll, like, if I were to stay asleep the whole day, he would sleep. But it's like, as soon as I get up, he'll get up too. And it's like, you know, when I have to get up and go to work, and he made me off that day, he'll get up and go to the gym. And I'm like, well, why you didn't wake me up, like, an hour and a half earlier trying to go to the gym with you? You know, I'm trying to work out too. You know, it's like, oh, okay. like, yeah. like I get annoyed. Like, you know. But it's like really But do he be asleep though? So like I, will he be asleep? May you be asleep? Yeah, yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like when we both get up, he like, okay, well I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm like, Well <laughs> I
1: to be fine
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to the gym. Like we can walk up. I like <laughs> to fall you know. off now. Right, <laughs> <Like>, okay. <laughs> Fuck this, man. But, but yes, I mean little petty stuff. Like little petty stuff like that I say. You know. you
1: know what that reminded me of when you was like, fuck this. What? Have you ever seen uh, the TV show Girls Trip? I mean, the movie Girls Trip? Oh,
0: I'm like, the TV show, but I've definitely seen the movie. But well, yes, I have, yes.
1: Dude, oh my God, Tiffany Haddish. So funny. So damn funny. Okay. her asked the whole time, was like, fuck this, fuck that, ah, uh-uh, ah fuck it. What? Like, <laughs> But right. they him be cracking up the whole <laughs> time. I was looking like, dude, but that was a funny movie. But, anyways, guys, Jen, we're going to go into the love confessing. So, what are you confessing your love for this evening?
0: I am confessing my love for this evening, the, bre- the Breakfast Club.
1: Yes, for change. change for change.
0: Um, I think it's really dope. I'm just gonna read a, a snippet. I donated, Miss Angel Vagina donated, you know. Um all these celebrities, hopefully all my friends Will my I fan, am twenty thousand def- dollars. No, Will I Am donated fifty thousand. DJ Khaled donated oh. fifty one thousand. Um oh. Nick Cannon donated twenty thousand, you know, a lot of people donated. Um but it says the Breakfast Club recognizes the importance of equality for all regardless of socioeconomic status, race, gender, and sexual orientation, and they are proud to partner with an amazing foundation, The Gathering for Justice, who shares the same values and goals to eliminate racial and social inequalities and to end child incarceration. Uh, the Gathering for Justice was founded in 2005 by Harry Belafonte after he witnessed a news mm-hmm. report of a five-year-old black girl being handcuffed and arrested in the classroom for being unruly. Um, And they are the fiscal sponsors for the Women's March Justice League NYC Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights campaign as well. But, yeah. But um, I just thought it's just really dope. And I just love, you know, in the direction the Breakfast Club is going. It's like, yeah, they have a lot of gossip. And, it's you know, a good time as far as, like, funny and cracking jokes. But I I think that a lot of times that guests are, like, important, you know. And for it to be such a cool, trendy show, to be making sure that, you know, our voice is being heard and that, you know, our rights are being protected. I think it's really dope. So, you know, it was just something about when I first seen it, it was, I was just like, yes, that day I definitely will be donated, and I'm just so excited, you know, that, you know, black people, this is the time now, like, we are, like, standing the fuck up, and I really want this momentum to go, you know, because I, I heard it was like, like this in you know the '60s, you know, with the civil rights movement and stuff like that. But I want this to continue, you know, and you know, with my grandkids, you know, we'll continue to fight and and hopefully, you know, they will be at the point to where it still will be, you know, a lot of us running shit, but at the same time, not forgetting about their past and where they come from and making sure that their rights are being heard. But um, I just thought it was just so dope, you know, and I've just been so excited for this and it's sponsored by One United, which is like a black-owned bank in New York City. So everything, you know, I, I just think it's just so cool it's so dope. Like, this is the stuff that I love and I care about. So, yeah. I'm expressing my love for change for a change. Yes. What about you, Ms. Angel mm-hmm.
1: I love Change. Change, Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing everything that's been going on. But I also love when people, they are empowered and they work hard as a lot of people, especially of color, know that they have to. It's not really a choice when, you know, so many things have happened and, you know, you see your surroundings and you want to be great. So I had seen um, earlier this Somebody had posted on uh, Twitter, HB cut Twitter, hurt as fuck. If you want to be truthful, half of y'all at HBCUs because you couldn't afford to get into the school you wanted to attend. But we had a wonderful clapback. Now, this beautiful African American woman, she said 24 college acceptances, four Ivy Leagues, nine PWIs, over $400,000 in scholarship money. 4.2 GPA, and I picked my HBCU. Next. And that's how you do it. So, I am, overall, confessing my love for those who, like you stated, you just know your roots, know where you came from, and give back. If you have that option and you have that opportunity, give back. You know what I'm saying? Go to support the HBCU. Go there if you have that option and if you have that opportunity. And show these motherfuckers, like, you know, please, this is I really just wish I got into HBCU. But this is where it's at. Like, motherfuckers, shit, we don't, we prefer, we're more comfortable. Like, what the fuck you mean? The education is better. Like, what you saying? Yeah. So, So yeah, that's, that's what I'm confessing my love for this evening. But before we end the show tonight, Jen, is there anything that you would like to confess?
0: <laughs> you are being so ugly. Uh,
1: you guys, I'm so funny. Anywho, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening. You can expect to hear us next on Sunday, November 19th. At the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. We want to hear from you guys, so don't forget to email us at confession2f at gmail.com. Like, comment, rate, and subscribe, and tell us what you want to hear. It's your host, Angel Vondrina. And now,
0: y'all, yellow hello, you are listening to the one and the only Confession. Good night, baby. <laughs> Good night, chicken head. <laughs> Bop, chicken chicken. Bop, chicken head.
1: <laughs> my heart skips skipping the beach and are not close enough so that space between you and me let's lose it the way you're dancing sway into the music girl that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind girl i lose it alexa play the country heat playlist okay
0: with amazon music a voice is all you need get tens of millions
1: of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience.
0: Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you and now it's completely dark.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.